Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Mountains of Magic podcast, your place for Walt Disney World tips and tricks. I am your host, Danielle, and this is episode 91, Walt Disney World Nighttime Entertainment Packages. Hey everyone, happy Tuesday. Thanks so much for being here. We are back to talking all things Disney today. I know we've been a little Disneyland, a little Disney cruise line there lately. Thanks for hanging with me. We're getting back to the world. But today we're going to be talking about nighttime entertainment and not just those shows that are available for you, but also... Um, packages that go along with them, specifically food packages. So combining your dinner and that nighttime entertainment together, um, we're going to talk about that. So I'm going to be focusing on the three theme parks that have nighttime entertainment right now. Um, Unfortunately, there's really nothing going on at Animal Kingdom. It's closing pretty early. I even just ran, like, did an itinerary for a client, and there's even nights next week, Animal Kingdom's closing at like 7 p.m. So not a lot going on there during the nighttime. Never really is with the animals. You want to be cognizant of that. But we're going to be focusing on Hollywood Studios, Epcot and Magic Kingdom. What's offered for nighttime entertainment as well as packages that you can take advantage of. So we're going to start with Fantasmic over at Hollywood Studios. I'm not going to say every night, but most nights I think Fantasmic is right at park close, which is at 9 p.m. Um, this is a show with projections on water, kind of on fountains. You're in a really big amphitheater. There are also live actors um, and things moving around. It's a really kind of all-encompassing show. There's a lot going on. I will be upfront. It's not my favorite. I just think Disney does so great with like projections and things on the castle that projecting on water is just, you know, it's a little dim, which is fine. But, you know, I also, when I watched it, didn't have the greatest seat. We didn't stay that long. It's just not my cup of tea. So I would maybe do a little research if you don't know anything about Fantasmic before you sign up for one of these dining packages. You know, watch a few seconds of a video. Uh, Think about if your family's still going to be happy at 9 p.m. that night before you pay for one of these dining packages. So what's a dining package? A dining package is going to allow you preferred seating at this show as well as a meal at Hollywood Studios. Studios kind of combined into that. Now, earlier I mentioned dinner. It does not have to be dinner. I saw breakfast prices listed for one of these locations. Um, There aren't a ton of sit-down restaurants where you can get breakfast in Hollywood Studios, but you could definitely do lunch or dinner with these. So the way a Fantasmic dining package is going to work, it's just like you booking at any restaurant. 60 days out if you're staying on Disney property from your check-in day or 60 days out from the actual day that you want to see the show that you're going to be in Hollywood Studios if you're not staying on property. But here are your options. You can either choose a meal at 50's Primetime Cafe, Hollywood and Vine, Mama Melrose, Sci-Fi Dinner Theater, or the Hollywood Brown Derby. 
So basically, you'll go in and book this on My Disney Experience, um, just like you would a dining reservation. You'll pick that you want a Fantasmic package. You'll pick your time, and then you can go in and pick your restaurant. But again, with this, you're getting that meal at sort of a prefix price almost, um, depending on what you order and which of the restaurants you go to. And then you're getting access to this little preferred section right up kind of in the front and center of Fantasmic. So prices for these, I kind of played with one of them. So the first one listed is for 50s Primetime Cafe. Now that's normally an a la carte type restaurant. You go in, you order what you want. If you want an appetizer, great. If you don't, you don't get one. If you, you know, want to drink water and get a salad and only spend, you know, $15 in there, go for it. Or you could get, you know, something more extravagant. But in pricing it out, what you're going to get with these packages is either an appetizer or dessert. So you'll choose one. You'll get an entree and you'll get a non-alcoholic drink. And just like when I talked about the dining packages, this This is going to get more value for you, kind of depending on what you choose to order. So when I priced it out, most of your appetizers and desserts are probably from like seven to 15 bucks. Your entrees are mostly from 20 to 30. And then, you know, if you get a fountain beverage, three, four dollars depending on what you choose. So if you were in the higher end of all those things, I'd say you'd come out pretty close to about 45 or 50 bucks. So charging $51 for the dining portion, not too bad. You're maybe paying five or 10 bucks per person to get to go in, see the show from that preferred area. Um, They do suggest that you kind of check in early for the show. I think, let me see, on the Disney website, it's encouraging you to check in at least 25 minutes before the show starts and seating starts up to 90 minutes before the show starts. You definitely don't need to get there 90 minutes early if you have that preferred seating, um, have that little voucher for it. So can be a nice way to save time if that show's important to you. And I think for this one, the value is pretty good as long as you're, you know, maybe really taking advantage of that whole dining credit eating at the upper end of the spectrum. I will say this is not one that I would probably ever do a dining package for just because with Fantasmic and with it starting right at the end of the night, the way that my family liked to do it is we were trying to ride stuff up until the park closed. And so right when it did, literally as the show was starting, that was my family scurrying to the amphitheater. Please note where you enter, like by Tower of Terror to actually getting to the amphitheater is quite a bit of a hike. It's not just around the corner. So be prepared for walking and to take some time. But we honestly, just sat at the top of the amphitheater. There was still plenty of space even during spring break. We watched for a little bit and then we left because y'all, all those people leaving Hollywood Studios at the same time after the park is closed, it's just going to fill up the buses, it's going to fill up the Skyliner, it's going to fill up the parking lot. So it's not really a show that I would want to be right smack in the center for and be stuck with all those people leaving the park. Because the fact is, you don't have anywhere to go. The park's closed. So it's not like some people are going to stick around and ride stuff and others are going to leave like you might do with Magic Kingdom fireworks, this is is done. It's over. Y'all got to go. Um, So 
If it's really important to you, do the dining package. I think it's decent value. But if you don't want to be stuck in throngs of people, maybe you skip out on it. I'll also add in really quick, just for honorable mention, um, at Hollywood Studios, there is a projection show on the Grauman's Chinese Theater where I where Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway is. I don't remember the official name of it, um, but it's kind of for the Disney 100 showing lots of old movie clips and different films that Disney has been involved in. So lots of people kind of camp out there and watch that for a bit. That's normally at the end of the night and you you can check your My Disney Experience app for specific ship times. All right, now let's go over to Epcot, where the Epcot Forever Fireworks Show is currently what's going on. These take place most nights also at 9 p.m., which is normally when Epcot closes, um, right in the middle of World Showcase Lagoon. You also can see some awesome light. They're not projections. They're just Spaceship Earth lighting up, and that is absolutely beautiful. So Epcot is definitely a park I would encourage you. I know Spaceship Earth's at the front and World Showcase is at the back. But to kind of try to visit both of those once it gets dark, because that Spaceship Earth is just beautiful at night. Um, and I haven't seen the Epcot Forever show yet. I was there when it was still harmonious, actually one of the last nights for that. Um, but I know the shows they put on at World Showcase are normally pretty awesome. So let's talk about your different dining package options at Epcot. Okay, first up at Epcot where you can do this dining fireworks package is at Spice Road Table, which is in the Morocco Pavilion. Now, over here at Epcot, these dining nighttime packages work a little differently. Instead of just going to eat whenever during the day and then coming back to watch the show, with this one, you're actually eating right before the show begins, pretty much. So here, you're enjoying your meal at on a little outdoor covered patio and watching the show from there. So at Spice Road Table, you're going to get your choice of two small plates, a shared tangine, which is like a Mediterranean dish, a dessert platter, and here's what probably makes it worth it, unlimited beverages. There is the asterisk, guests must be 21 years or older to consume alcoholic beverages, and this experience is expected to last about 90 minutes. They're encouraging you to check in 60 minutes before the show. So with these, again, you're not getting to pick your time. For the most part, it's, you know, be there by 8 o'clock, enjoy eating, watch the show, and then Epcot will be closed, so it's time to go. Note with the special nighttime entertainment packages, these cannot be used with Disney Dining Plan credits. So remember, January 2024, the Disney Dining Plan comes back. This isn't something right now at this time that you can use those credits for. I'll also say if you're listening to this in the future, any prices I'm sharing are as of June 2023. So for example, the Spice Road table prices are about $79 for adults, which is 10 and up, and $29 per child. So in my opinion, if you're an adult and you're going to take advantage of some beverages $80 watching the show, chilling out your last hour and a half at Epcot. Okay. But if I have a 10 year old that still has to pay that $80, I don't know so much that that's worth it. So this might be a great adult 
little splurge if you have adults that are going to take advantage of the adult beverages. All right. Another option is the Rose and Crown fireworks dining package. Rose and Crown is in the UK pavilion. It's right there on the water of World Showcase and similar thing. Well, you'll get to sit. You'll watch your enjoy your meal. Um, Check in begins for this one about 15 minutes prior to the show, they say. And expect it to be about 90 minutes. So again, these are going to be set times. You'll make these reservations 60 days out, just like you would with anything else. And with this package, you're getting one appetizer, one entree, one dessert, and a selection of unlimited beverages must be 21 or older to consume those nighttime beverages. So going to work very similar to the way Spice Road Table is with this. I feel like you're maybe getting a little more food because you're getting that app and dessert, not just kind of small plates to share. But prices for these as of June 2023 are $89 for adults and $39 per kiddo. So again, just kind of considering is my travel party going to get their money's worth out of that. Now, as far as watching fireworks from World Showcase Lagoon, there's a lot of options there. There are people who stake out to get kind of right on the fence around the water and see things. But I do think this is one of those shows where even if you come up last minute, you can probably find a spot and see what you want to see. However, depending on who you're there with, I do think this could be really cool, really chill to just sit back, relax on a patio, eat your meal, and then you get to stay there and you get to watch the nighttime show. Um, Side thought here too, there are also lots of Disney hotels that have restaurants where you can see fireworks at Epcot or at Magic Kingdom. And that's not even something I was going to jump into. um, But things like California Grill is one or Topolino's Terrace. Um, You can go out on the terraces on the patio at those restaurants because they are at the top of their resorts. And they'll sometimes pipe in the music. You can see Magic Kingdom fireworks from Polynesian Beach and Grand Floridian Beach. So those are just completely other things to consider if you don't have a park ticket. All right, but let's finish up with Epcot. There are also seasonal packages that you can look at for nighttime entertainment. Um, A lot of these, though, revolve around concerts going on at Epcot. So there's always the Eat to the Beat summer concert series. In the winter, there's the Candlelight Processional. And so if you're going during a specific festival, That would be something to just look into as well. Those, I think, would be pretty worth it, especially if you are really wanting to see that band or really wanting to experience the candlelight processional. People can wait a long time standby wise to get into those shows. So it's a good idea if that's something you really want to do to consider those special packages. Now, I will say, and I couldn't find much about this online, but I have heard for both the Fantasmic dining packages, as well as some of these dining packages at Epcot, that you actually can 
get some day of availability sometimes. Um, you'll want to check in with guest relations at both parks, but sometimes there are packages that weren't sold and you may be able to snag something day of if getting to those nighttime shows is important. All right, and now let's hop over to Magic Kingdom. So at Magic Kingdom, you have the Happily Ever After Nighttime Spectacular, which is a mix of fireworks and music and projections on the castle in Main Street, USA. Um, it really is just such a well-done show. And again, I feel like they do it so well here that some of the others just don't live up to that hype as much. Now unpopular opinion. My family is very much a watch the fireworks on the fly while you're like riding a coaster. If you can ride Big Thunder Mountain and be on it while the fireworks are going off, it's amazing. Um, We don't tend to do the crowds and happily ever after can get crazy crowded. Um, I know when we were there on spring break, we kind of considered watching it a bit as we were leaving the park. And guys, we were all the way back to the train station. And that's the only spot there was any kind of room to watch much of anything. And if you don't know, that's basically the exit of the park. So there are people all in front of the castle that camp out for hours all the way down Main Street. This is a show that gets very, very busy. Now, if you're just in for watching the actual fireworks portion, doing this behind the castle is really cool. You'll still see the fireworks You might even still be able to hear the music and it's going to be a lot less crowded because you're not right there where the projections are. So if you're not going to consider one of these little dining packages I'm about to share with you and those fireworks are important, this isn't really like Fantasmic and like Epcot Forever where you can kind of walk up with a few minutes to spare and get a decent spot. It's not going to happen. You need to stake your claim. So I feel like if this show is important, this is the hardest one to kind of just, you know, roll in and do something. One of these packages may definitely be worth it for you. Another way that the nighttime entertainment at Magic Kingdom differs is that most of the time it is not at park close. So with Hollywood Studios and Epcot, As soon as that show starts, the park is officially closed. So when it's over, you got to go. That's not the case at Magic Kingdom. Normally, you still have a little bit of time where you can go frolic about the park. So kind of consider that based on how you're planning things for the day. But at Magic Kingdom, we're not going to have the option to do a full meal with our fireworks viewing. We're going to have the option for desserts. And there are actually three different options you can do here. You can do a fireworks dessert pre-party, a fireworks dessert post-party, or a sip and savor party. So I'm going to talk about each of these. With the fireworks dessert pre-party, that basically means you are enjoying some desserts and drinks and that kind of thing before the show starts, aka pre. So over in Tomorrowland Terrace, which is just to the right of Main Street, kind of before you get to the castle, that's where the food is going to be. So you've got lots of delicious desserts. There's cheeses, kind of little snacky things, um, 
chocolate tarts. And then there are a variety of beverages, including alcoholic beverages. And basically, you'll hang out over there for a little bit, enjoy it. And then they're going to take you over to the hub, to a preferred kind of roped off area that's just for people with these parties. And you're going to get to sit, hang out there um, and watch the fireworks from that location. So really nice prime location. Instead of waiting around and staking out a spot for hours, you're enjoying some desserts. Uh, They are going to encourage you, you know, to get there early before the show starts. When you book it, you'll get special instructions. But as of June 2023, when I'm recording this, the cost for that is $99 per adult. Remember, that means 10 and up or $59 per child. Tax included, gratuity not included or required with that one. Okay, so pre-party, $99. We're eating our desserts and snacks before and then we're going to watch the fireworks. Then we have the post-party, which you can guess just means I'm watching the fireworks first and then I'm switching out and enjoying my snacks, my drinks, my cheeses, all of that. This has the same price point right now at $99 per adult and $59 per child. So really just kind of depends on how you want to structure the night. I'd also say if you're hoping to watch fireworks and then go hop in line for one last ride before the park closes, the post-dessert party probably isn't the right choice for you. Um, Your dessert time is going to be spent, you know, you're going to eat during the time that the park is closing up and you probably won't get out of there in time to hop on something else. All right. And then our last option is, I said the wrong thing. It's called Seats and Sweets. So here's how Seats and Sweets works. With this, you are enjoying your snacks and beverages during the Happily Ever After fireworks show. Now, the thing with this is really your viewing area because you are both eating and watching the fireworks from Tomorrowland Terrace. So if you're looking at a map, you're standing on Main Street, Castle's right in front of you, you're kind of over to the right. It's still a pretty decent view, but you're not there front and center kind of seeing all the projections and everything right around you. But You get to sit back, you get to enjoy and continue your eating and drinking while you're watching the actual show. Cost for this right now is $114 per adult and $69 per child. And all of these can be booked like anything else 60 days out, um, hold the same reservation standards with kind of cancellation policy and all of that stuff. Now, with these hold a similar cancellation policy, not like dining is now where you get a two-hour window. I would definitely say if you're going to have to cancel this, make sure you do it within 24 to 48 hours. We'll also note for this one, it has a seven-day cancellation policy with these dessert parties, so not as lax as it is with just a regular dining reservation. So make sure you keep that in mind so that you don't lose your money. All right, friends. Well, we have talked all things nighttime spectacular tonight, what shows you want to see, where you might see them from, and if you might want to consider adding a little food to your situation to possibly get a better view of watching said nighttime spectacular. But 
Thanks so much for listening in today. If you are planning a trip to Walt Disney World, I would love to help you with that planning process at no cost to you. You can find me on Instagram at Mountains of Magic, Facebook at Fantastical Vacations by Danielle, and email me at Danielle Robbins at Fantastical Vacation. All that's in the show notes. And hey, if you're enjoying our show, please take a moment and leave a rating and review on Apple, Spotify, Audible, wherever you're listening. It helps other people find the show and I would be so appreciative. But as always, thanks so much for listening and hope you have a magical day. Bye-bye.